If you're the kind of dad that says, yeah, that's a gimme, when your ball is 30 feet from the hole, then this is the podcast for you. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We are the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life and the life of dads wherever they may live. Welcome to season number six, episode number five. We're calling this one All Four Dad, F-O-R-E, like the golf term. All Four Dad, because our very special guest today is... You should have said two. Oh, was that how? Oh, was that from Caddyshack? There you go. Oh, I missed the Caddyshack <laughs> reference, Coach. Caddyshack <laughs> reference. All for Dad. We've got Christopher Sullivan on, and he is a military veteran, but also one of the ambassadors of a very, very special organization called PGA Hope, which provides golf experiences for military veterans. It's a program that my son, as part of his bar mitzvah project, got involved in, raising some money and awareness for that. We're going to tell you a little later on how. You can make a donation if you're so inclined, and also how you can get more information about the PGA Hope. But right now, as Adam D., it is my great pleasure to introduce my beloved podcasting partner. In a world full of robocalls asking you to extend the warranty on your vehicle, he is a true guarantee. His name is Coach Randy. Hi, Coach. Adam D. and the place to be. Hey, what a, what a week. Thanks, uh... Thanks for setting up our guest. I'm excited to talk to him. Uh, I always enjoy meeting uh, and have the chance to talk to veterans. Um, find their story fascinating. My cousin was a life in the Navy hmm. and uh, was always very proud of his his work. Um, and I'm curious to hear he had to say and how he's connected with golf. Yeah. Um, and how you and your role in golf and your relationship with your son Aiden. Uh, so it'll be. I think it's gonna be another another good episode. And coach. You know who always gives us a hole-in-one when it comes to marketing, web design, and graphic design? You know, I see what you did there. You always seem to be... It was a little goofy, a little but goofy. you know, I saw the opening and I ran for and it. And you jumped right into it. Hole-in-one, golf reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that Burke... Birkin. Becky Berman of BermanBranding.com? Well, I go, I, I go with Berman Branding and Becky Berman, and you can... <laughs> you see what I did there? Uh, yeah. I, I combined Becky and Berman to Birkin. <laughs> you may want to talk to her about that. There might be a marketing, a marketing opportunity. You know, sort of go a little... A little more condensed, a little smaller. It looks better on a t-shirt, but I, I leave that up to, to Becky Berman because yeah. she is the expert here. Of course, Becky Berman of Berman Branding. BermanBranding.com is where you're going to want to go to see some samples of the amazing work that she does. She designed the Bone Daddy logo that you see on all of our social media accounts and our website. And she's also doing some work with Coach Randy, uh, providing some marketing advice, some web design and social media advice. Berman Branding and BermanBranding.com is the site you want to go to. Coach, uh, we are the parents of of kids who stand on two legs. Yes, they uh, do stand on two legs. But we are also sometimes the parents of our four-legged fur babies. And oh. this was a, a very rough weekend for you in that uh, we lost um, one of our, our best four-legged friends in your, in your Winnie. Eleven yes. years. 11 years of good, solid life. The The best of her years were with Coach Randy's family, and uh, very sorry for your loss. Yeah, she, we, uh, we adopted her a little over eight years ago, um, and any uh, animal lovers out there who've ever had to experience the loss of a dog, it's, 
it's not it as I found myself saying you know you kept it's just a dog but she's so she's our family and anybody who's had a dog or has parent that has has animals know that it's not just quote unquote a dog the pain the routine uh, their involvement in our life mm-hmm. uh, and it was oh my god it was brutal and you Adam D as being probably uh, one of my closest friends and I keep my social circle really really tight I don't I don't open up to too many people. It's a very long application process to well, get and into it, the it, inner it's a, circle. It's a background coaching. check. It's FBI. It's you know. It, it, was it's, the body it's cavity Pentagon. search was that legit or you well, just no? It, it's me. all part of the process. Okay. Got to make sure you're not carrying drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which is a really in depth thing. The P test. I mean, we got to make sure oh, that, yeah. you're, that you're 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 good peeps. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it happened at ten thirty at night, uh, where she, you know. We just we knew she's had. This lung has been cancer. going on for a couple couple years you know, now. Right? She had cancer removed from her shoulder a couple years ago. Six months ago, she started coughing. The tumors got back into her lungs, and uh, we didn't do the uh, the dog, you know, oncologist, and spend thousands thousands yeah, because yeah. we just knew ultimately it didn't wasn't going to matter. It was whether it was going to be six months or a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, this was a blue healer, so yeah. they. From what the experts say, they tend to last about 11, 12, 11, years. 12 years, right? And so. so we we were blessed, but uh, the last couple of weeks, you know, she made it. She made it through OBX. Yes, Outer Banks. That was that was goal number one. Um, she made it to the bat mitzvah. Yep, Brianna's bat mitzvah. You know, that and was good. Uh, happened to make it through my my birthday. Yep. Um, but the last couple of weeks have been real tough, and uh, there she is. We uh, we around her. You know, Michaela, of course, was at the high school. Um, homecoming game, yep. which apparently she was very grateful for being at because she'd have to be here. But Bree was here, uh, Jess was here, and um, we could just tell we watched her take her last breath. And But then it's like, okay, now what? We have a dead dog. A dead dog in your house. It's so, just lying there, almost in the middle of the night yes, on a Friday. That's on a Friday, like, okay, what are you supposed to do? So me being Coach Randy, I happen to be very impulsive. <laughs> because <laughs> you know <laughs> it, it, it's, it's in the moment I don't realize I'm being impulsive because yeah. you know I got to try to protect whatever it is and, I, and my mind just starts going it's no different than the craziness I had with the homeless person you know in Denver, yeah, in Denver Boulder, yeah. you know so what do I do I think okay I have this dog I better go back in my backyard and start digging a hole so it's Friday night 11 o'clock I've got my band on with my light I grab my <laughs> shovel uh, I, and I start going in my backyard, back corner, and I just start trying to find it. Just dig, just so dig it hole. You're starting to look like a character in a horror movie, well, like Pet Cemetery. You got right. got the lamp on your head and a yes, shovel, and yes. you're out in your backyard yes. digging a hole for animals. Right. And so, because I, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to bury it. And I'm like, I'm like, what are you supposed to do? There's, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no blueprints on how to handle. I know. It's not like you call nine one one and it's start not, making funeral arrangements it's, like it's, like you do for your hundred year old. The coroner's not grandma. coming over, pronouncing yes. her dead, and then they mm-hmm. take her to the morgue. Uh, and our vet's closed because it's 11 o'clock on a Friday night. So I go in the back corner of my house, and I got this on, and my neighbors are out on the back. All right, very nice neighbors, AJ Sweat, a wonderful family. And AJ kind of comes over and says, you can imagine, here's this crazy guy, dark out with a light and a shovel. He goes, hey, you know, is everything okay? And I just said, yeah, my dog died. Like oh oh okay sorry 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 yeah <laughs> so lucky you didn't call nine one one saying there's a domestic disturbance <laughs> at my neighbor's house so I just start I think digging. it's getting ugly so I just start digging and know and there's tons of rocks back there and I'm digging I'm digging of course the most important person in our family the mom wife Jess like Randy come on this is enough 
Ready, yeah. come on, that's enough. And I'm like, no, no, I gotta, I gotta dig a hole. And I'm like, I know inside logically it's just not the right thing to do, but I, I, I don't know what to do. I have a dead dog inside. My daughter's crying, and so finally my wife comes to me, and I'm crying. She's like, come on, we'll, we'll figure this out. And so we found the uh, 24-hour vet uh-huh. uh, and uh, reached out to you, and uh, they said we could bring her there. Yeah. Um, and um, so I was then fine. I was no longer crazy psycho digging a whole man. <laughs> you were just emotional coach Randy. I was just emotional coach Which Randy. Is to be understood. Uh, and then, you know, I was just going to bring her myself. Mm-hmm. And the entire family said, no, go pick up Adam. I'm like, listen, I'm fine. I can do it. It's no big deal. And they're all screaming, go, 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 go get Adam. And there you were. 11 o'clock at night, I drove over and yeah. you picked up in the car. And, of course, Winnie was in the car in the back. And we got to the, uh, the vet. I don't even remember the name of the place. It's a 24-hour yeah, vet I in Fairfield. it's called the uh, AE... Well, it, regardless, it is the, uh, the Emergency Animal Hospital yeah. in uh, Fairfield, New Jersey. On... Uh, uh, it was Bloomfield Avenue. Yeah, Bloomfield Avenue. 46. It's like Caldwell. If you're, if you're a yeah. North Jersey person, you know what we're talking about. If you had an animal in the middle of the night, what, you what, need to... What, what an amazing facility, though. Wow. It was... The, the, the people and the compassion and... And they, we, you know, I, I texted, I were here, they called. They said, do you want a gurney? I said, no. And so I picked Winnie up and, you know, her legs were, were stiff. We're, was, we're straight up in the air. I mean, I said, boy, it's like carrying furniture. You know, and uh, they opened the door uh, and put her on the table, put on the gurney and uh, unbelievably compassionate, empathetic, sympathetic, uh, and I'm crying. I'm a mess, and you're there, yeah, and yeah. They, have, they have someone just sitting there petting her. And I tell you, after watching you do this, you know, we have a, we have a dog who's well, eight years I old, know, and Dano, I'm like, if, when this happens, I don't want to think about it, but when this happens, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I'm telling you, it was, and, and the amazing thing is, and I'm not making take a little bit of time, uh, yeah. but it was, I need to give them a shout-out. I wish I could remember their name, but they had uh, one of the staff members stay with Winnie, yeah. even though she was dead, on a table, petting her. Yeah. Petting, petting her. Everybody, not leaving her alone. Not leaving her not alone, as I did all the paperwork. Yeah. And then they rolled her into a room. Still, this person stayed. They said, go into the room, spend as much time as you need. And uh, they left. And you and I were together. And it's incredible how attached. Yeah. And we talk about families. Uh-huh. We talk about stuff we do with our kids. And there's so much that was involved in our life that involved her. And uh, I love Winnie. We're going to miss her. But uh, thanks for being such a yeah, good friend. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing about dogs especially is they don't talk. You know, they bark. They tell you how they're feeling. They tell you what they need. Kind of like babies when they cry. But they have such personalities. Uh. I mean, I, I know people tell me, boy, your, your, your dog has the face of a person because it's so <laughs> expressive. And, uh, and those are, you know, the good times, of course, that you know, we're going to miss. But when you think about, you know, the great work that you and your family did, you know, Winnie uh, was an abused dog yep. who was rescued her. apparently found in Georgia attached to a pole, yep. uh, emaciated, yep. and was rescued, you know, vet rehabilitator, yep. and brought her to New Jersey. And, you know, wow, what a, what a new lease on life she had with, with uh, you and the girls and, and Jess and... Uh, you know, uh, I think she, uh, if she could talk, she'd probably say, man, how fortunate I was, and thank you for everything that you, well, no, you've done. And I appreciate me. that, and I know there's some good stuff you want to talk about this week, too, as dads, but um, they say that you don't rescue the dog, mm-hmm. the dog yeah, rescues you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen and, that on a few uh, Of course, the girls are like, we want another dog, we want another dog, but we've told them, 
you know, we'll get another dog, but we need to take time. And this is the important part of life and our girls and understanding that you need to take a moment, step back, um, appreciate those, the first things. Um, but we are uh, forever indebted to her life. And uh, you're a very, very dear friend, Adam D. And well, I was uh, very happy to do it and be there in a, in a very difficult time, but you know, I you know my brain always goes to to the the, the humor side. Yes. I can't help it. It's just the way that's I just, that's just how At you funerals, deal. I'm always looking for the comedic material. Yeah, and you know it's funny how your kids say we want another dog yeah. like tomorrow. Yeah, and it's funny because like when we lose a human being in our lives, like when Grandma dies yeah. at you know 80, 90 years old, nobody says, "Can we go out and get another Grandma tomorrow?" <laughs> We've had enough, but that is... Uh, dogs, dogs, we do that. Dogs. dogs and cats and parakeets, we do that. Um, let's talk about something, uh, I don't know if it's a little happier, but it, it, it's certainly uh, different than yes. talking about uh, our dead pets. Uh, we did a poll. Yes, another uh, poll. You, you, posted, uh, you posted or posited to the listenership community and the social media community, you're an adult, right? You're a man of a certain age. Do you really need gifts yes. for your birthday? Understandable. I thought it was a general, right? genuine question, but... Apparently, so let, this really has nothing to do with the poll because the poll, you know, if you're looking at data, it was like a 70-30. Yes. 70% 70, 70 of the people, and some of them were women, by the way, not, not even just dads, dad, said, yeah. I don't need a gift. Yeah. And 30% said, I do need a gift. Give me a gift. Or you, or you need to give yeah, the, the dad a gift. Yeah. That aside, yes. there is a, uh, a sidebar development that happened here. It seems to be happening more regularly now we have these polls here. There's a dynamic that's occurring that when you post a question, mm -hmm. your wonderful wife, Jess, yeah. feels like she has to defend her position <laughs> by posting on social media, and then I'm having to defend you, Yes. and then from left field, your mother-in-law jumps, she jumps in, in. Yes. and then and then posts a, a, con, a, a comment that's like more of like a sentence fragment, and I have to ask her for more information. So now this has become Royal Rumble. <laughs> And I'm having a referee yes. between you, your wife, and then your mother-in-law. Like, absolutely, because you're not attacking trying, you know. trying to decipher what what are you meaning by yes. your posting? So I, the thing is, it was I. I was are getting dangerous, that, coach. You know, and, and you're being stuck in the middle because, and that's very funny because you're Adam D and you are the uh, the mediator, right? <laughs> uh, of so many wonderful things, uh, and that's a great skill set you have. Nothing ever phases you. You're always the you are the the sanity, right? In these in the insane world, um, and I, I did notice that, and it wasn't. I love my wife. It was a great gift. I was I, I just made it very clear. Like, do you think we still need gifts? And I love the fact that my wife bought me a gift. It was a, actually it was a very meaningful gift. Uh, she acknowledged the the work I've put in and losing weight and getting fit, and she's really really proud. And so it was a very meaningful gift. I was just talking in general that uh, just curious because mm -hmm. I've told my wife, listen, I I'm really okay. I just the entire world is a gift to me. My kids are a gift. What she does, her love for me, is a gift that I get 365 days a year. And that on a birthday, card, you know, maybe the occasional, you know, bat tickle would be nice. But other than that, you know, I don't really think I need gifts. Does it require electronics? Or... <laughs> <clears throat> All right. But, well, again, you know, it looks like the far majority of our respondents said that uh, they don't need a gift versus uh, versus needing a gift. So do you, do you want to hazard another poll this, this well, week? I mean, or? there are polls. Um, there's a couple of things I've been thinking about. Is there a particular poll that you would like to throw well, out Well, you there? know, last week I talked about driving with my daughter who just got her permit, That's permit a, good, a few yes, weeks ago yes. and uh we've been doing a little driving on on the weekends and i'm finding myself being far more instructive mm -hmm. um i'm actually talking through like every nuance of mm -hmm. the drive now sure i didn't used to be like this sure when i drove with her in the corporate parking lot which was wide open yeah. and didn't have any no other cars. cars 
it was a lot more relaxed mm-hmm. and, you know, just let her get the feel of the car. Mm-hmm. Now it's game time. Uh, and uh. we're out there on the road with, with other cars. And as you can probably imagine, the streets of New Jersey mm-hmm. are just jam-packed of not just drivers, but bad drivers. Really I'm bad drivers. just going to put it out there. Uh, drivers, drivers in New Jersey just do not... Give a damn. They're, they're Jersey drivers are jerks. Yeah. And I said, you know, we're going to continue practicing. Uh, for those of you who are familiar with West Orange, in the uh, ShopRite parking lot at Essex Green, mm-hmm. which uh, if you've ever seen it, uh, to me, that's like the scene in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> yes, now it where, is. <laughs> where all the, all the crazies yes. are driving around trying to kill each other. Absolutely. I mean, you know, God forbid you're a pedestrian that steps off the curb. No. You will not have toes. No, no. You know, there's as no, soon as you step there, off. There is, there is no such thing as a crosswalk there. Yeah. I mean, it's there, but people don't observe no, it. No, no, no. And, <laughs> and if you're backing out of a spot oh, yeah. and there's a car behind you that's trying to get by, yeah. they're not going to wait for you no, to pull out. No. They're going to get their car on two wheels just so they can <laughs> slide behind the, the two feet behind you. Yeah. So I said, maybe we'll we'll go there. So, all right. So here's my poll. All right. Enough jibber-jabber. Jibber-jabber, jibber-jabber. Bring me the poll. Bring it down. All right. Uh, so who, who does the permit driving with your permit holding child is okay. it you mm-hmm. is it the wife so is it is it it's a mom is dad, it mom dad or, or is it someone else someone else so now it's not just a yes or no poll it's a multiple choice multiple choice who is the person <coughs> yeah um and my guess is that uh there are many of our listeners you know we have same-sex couples right same-sex yeah. families uh-huh so which person is uh, going to okay. be responsible no, that, that's fair right that's fair and you know if we want to if you if you want to comment with pronouns yeah we accept that we right? realize that is the world that we live in. So um, I'm going to try to make the poll gender All right. fluid. All right. So it'll either be you, the other spouse, uh-huh. or someone else. Someone I think, else. I think that's easy enough. And I think that I, I, that's a great poll to bring in and to finish up our uh, our intro for All for Dad. All for Dad. Yeah. All for Dad. So in the immortal words mm-hmm. of that great musician, MC Hammer, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> this is a podcast that hits me so hard, mm-hmm. makes me say, mm-hmm. oh my Lord. <laughs> Because it's about golf, it's about uh, military veterans, mm-hmm. and it has to do with a, a charity that my son is raising money for, mm-hmm. for his bar mitzvah, and that is called PGA Hope. Our guest, Christopher Sullivan, coming up next on Bad to the Dad. We are bad to the dead with Coach Randy and Adam D. Welcome to season six, episode number five. We're going to be speaking to our guest, Christopher Sullivan of PGA Hope, and learn a little bit more about that in just a few moments. But I want to tell you how you can find us on social media at bad to the dad. That is our handle for most of our social media platforms, and that includes Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even LinkedIn. The business networking site. We also have a website because any organization still has to have a website. We know it's so year 2000, but we've got one and that is badtothedad.com. And the beauty of badtothedad.com is you can download some of our pre-recorded interviews, our pre-recorded episodes. If you can't get to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can certainly get to them through badtothedad.com. And you can also contact us if you have a guest idea, show idea, or you want to weigh in on one of the polls that we've been posting on social media, contact us at badtothedad.com. Once more, that's contact us 
at badtothedad.com. That is our email. And of course, you can IM us or DM us through any of the social media platforms. Coach, I told you about my son Aiden's bar mitzvah project. Yes. So kids are encouraged to do a bar mitzvah project, something bigger than themselves, some some sort of charity. Well, it's about to remind us that it's not just about the party. There's actually about the, the greater good. And and these days, there are very few bar, bar and bat mitzvah parties. So Aiden, as you know, is very passionate about golf. He's a tournament golfer himself. And he wanted to find a charity that aligned with this golf passion. And he found one. And that was the PGA Hope, which is a, an organization that's an extension of the PGA, the Professional Golfers Association, that provides golf experiences for veterans, whether they be injured physically or mentally, or, you know, if they have all their faculties, but they just need an outlet. And we are very, very privileged today to have an ambassador from PGA Hope, and that is Christopher Sullivan. Christopher, very good to have you on Bad to the Dad. Thanks so much for making time. Thank you for having me. So, Christopher, you are a veteran yourself, and I know you were you were a, a Marine. Can you tell us a little bit yes. about your your military experience and where you served? Okay, uh, I enlisted back in October of '95. Uh, served until 2003. I've, you know, just like I had a great enlistment, met a lot of people, a lot of friends. Uh, frequented uh, some pretty awesome bases, Hawaii, Kaneohe Bay, uh, all over the States. Uh, it wasn't until the end of my enlistment, uh, three months towards the end of my enlistment, where I was uh, deployed to Iraq back in 2003 and uh, served uh, six and a half months there. We won a lottery to come back. I'll tell you about that. Uh, <laughs> to come back a lot sooner, my uh, my my enlistment or my tour was supposed to run a full year. Uh, and that got cut short to a lottery. My son was two weeks old when I left. Yeah. Um, that, that was part of the reason some of the guys uh, in our unit had either babies on the way or just recently had. So I got to spend two weeks with my boy before I uh, shipped off. Well, uh, first, Chris, thank you. Thank you so much for your service and your commitment to our country. It means the world to people like us that you do what you did. Uh, it's also a fascinating time period, 95, 2003, that was post Gulf War and right after 9-11. That must have been quite a time to be in the service. What, what, what part of the military were you uh, enlisted in? I was in the Marine Corps. Semper Fi. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Semper Fi. <laughs> I, I can say it as if I know what that means. <laughs> right. <it's> always loyal. <laughs> that, that, always... that activates every Marine. Right now, I'm probably going to drop down and do about a, a max set of push-ups right now. <laughs> oh, I thought it was I thought it was URA that activates Oorah. every Marine, right? That's also that. Yeah. That's the kickstart button. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, what motivated you to enlist in in the Marines? I mean, uh, ever since I can remember, I've always wanted to, uh, you know, to enlist. My father was uh, 82nd Airborne. My Uncle was 101st, so I came from a line of, you know, we have, our family has a really big legacy in the military, and uh, I guess despite them, they were all Army, I was the only one that went Marine, so I guess just despite <laughs> them, I, the black I, went, I went my own route, and, nope. uh, but yeah, I just, I always felt a need to, it was in me, it was like a calling, you know, something I knew, I, I remember, uh, my father trying to talk me out of it. He's like, why don't you go to, why don't you go to school first? And I was just so, 
I was just so adamant. And I, 17 years old, I signed my contract at 17, and then I shipped out and, uh, when I would, turned 18. Hmm. So I was ready. <laughs> I was ready to do my duty. Do your thing, yeah. So we're, we're talking to Christopher Sullivan, who is one of the PGA Hope ambassadors and, of course, a Marine veteran. And, Christopher, you know, you hear about the dark times that many military veterans go through when they return from battle lack of purpose, they're injured, you know, the mental wounds, of course. Um, you know, there is this statistic that's been debated, I think, since the mid-90s about 22 veterans a day committing suicide because of, of the mental stresses. And, you know, whether it's 22 or two or 102, it doesn't matter, right? Um, you know, suicide is, is an epidemic and, and something we got to get our arms around regardless of these statistics. So what was like life like for you when you came back from Iraq? Did you go through a lot of that, those, those mental wounds and those dark periods? I mean, uh, upon arrival, I, did, I didn't really pay much attention to it. When I got back, I was blessed to have a, a job waiting for me. I, I uh, was employed by the railroad, mm -hmm. um, uh, Long Island Railroad. So when I came back, from, I had a job to come back to. So I kind of fell in, you know, I, I quickly, I kind of took on a lot, I guess, to keep myself busy. And, you know, that's, I thought things were okay. And, if, you know, for a, a long time, I didn't notice a problem until 2013. And it was really my wife and, you know, we were sitting down. She watched, we watch our family videos of what we did when, we, you know, uh, family vacations and I remember one night she showed me a video and I'm standing on the surf we, I think we were at Wildwood New Jersey just a like a weekend getaway and I remember watching myself during this video and I'm standing in the water I'm like panning and scanning I got my shades on and my son's like pulling on my leg and I'm not even paying attention to him like mm -hmm. uh, I didn't even I didn't even remember that video and I remember I remember watching it that night and I kind of broke down and it was that moment where I was like all right I need to you know I need to do something like this you know I felt I felt really bad like I not only was I I wasn't there in the moment but I for, totally forgot it like I was like is that normal and my wife you know my wife was amazing during this period she was uh <laughs> she was always supportive and never like, oh, you got to get help. She was like, why don't you, you know, just call somebody. And I did. And I thank God I did because since then I've just been, you know, uh, started out with going to the VA, the vet center, getting some, you know, well, I remember walking in the building was a challenge. Like I, mm -hmm. I, I, I break down my, my therapies in three sessions. I remember walking in and my first three months, we were just doing breathing exercises. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah. I was like, is this? It was funny because they, they have me close my eyes. And then when I'd open my eyes, I'm like tearing. I'm like, what is this? I was like, if you guys say anything about it, you know, like this stays here. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was just, you know, you notice, you notice these behaviors. And I just, I wanted to change it. Like I just, I was very short fused. I was very, you know, we, we went out, we had our, you know, we, we did normal family things, vacations, this, that, but I just, at that period of my life, I think I like took on a lot. I put on a lot. And if I couldn't make something, it was a problem. If I couldn't, you know, 
get through, you know, get through whatever was going on. It was just, it changed me, but, uh, going, going to the vet center and stuff and, and kind of focusing on my wellness and like just baby steps at this point. Like my first sessions were breathing. And then the second <laughs> was like, all right, how does this, you know, you start to dive deeper into it, mm. you know, in the end you realize like, Jesus, like this was, this wasn't that hard to do, you know, it was just, it's, and I know the struggle that other vets are probably yeah. going through. I don't want to say I know everybody's situation, but half that problem is, is just, you know, if you want to change, if you want to make a change in your life, you got to, you know, just go for it. It's not too late and never like most people say it's too late. I lost my family and, but it's, you can pick up, you can, you know, you can move on and you can, you know, you can create a better life for yourself, your wellness, which if you're not well, you know, the people around you that, you know, love you are not well. Right. You know, Chris, I'll thank you for your uh, honesty and candor uh, about what you went through. And I think that's part of the challenge that a lot of vets have is you learn through your training to, to bury their feelings, to uh, stay focused on the mission. Uh, and it's very important that, you know, you acknowledge that. And I'm sure you, because of that, and we've often said the, the most important people uh, the job in the world is is moms and our spouses who help us out. So I'm glad that you give mad props to your wife. Um, you know, Adam D has talked about uh, the, the the program uh, that you're involved with called uh, PJ Hope. Um, how did yes. you get involved with that, and what is that all about? That was uh, a, a coworker of mine. I was going up to requalify for my conductor. Uh, you know, we, we requalify every two years, and. It, co-worker of mine who just so happened to serve in the same unit as me I you know I said hello and I noticed the golf bag <clears throat> I noticed he had a golf set full golf set and um I was like wow you golf like what's going on because at that point I was already exploring you know uh therapies acupuncture this that which were all great but seeing that I was like wow you golf and he's like yeah he goes this. he quickly spoke about the program it was from he was from Long Island uh, Long Island section PGA Hope, which is huge. Um, he said, reach out. He goes, they're in every state. He goes, it's getting bigger. It's growing. And I remember, you know, leaving that day, I got a, I made my first phone call. It's funny because I, I called, I made a phone call to Fiddler's Elbow with uh, the New Jersey Golf Foundation. They're the founders of that section. And uh, I remember... I remember the call I called and I was like, no, one, I got a message, a voicemail. I was like, no one's going to call me back. I was like, this is, you know, I'll probably wait a couple of days. And it was funny. I left the message within 20 minutes. I got a call back. I saved the voicemail. It's so funny because I, they laugh at me. I was like, I'll always, I'll always see, uh, I'll always leave that on my phone. Cause it was just, it was, it meant this program was like, it was just, a lifeline for me at a time, you know, when, when I was looking for something and it, it was like perfect timing. So they called me and I remember the very next day, I, there was only a handful of uh, soldiers, uh, other vets. I think that when I started going, there was about three other vets aside from me. And I remember coming in and they're like, let's get on the simulator. I thought it was like a process or you got to fill this out. I brought my, <laughs> I bought copies of my DD-214, which is your medical, your record. He was like, no, don't worry. He was like, what for lies about this? There's a special place for you in, in hell. So <laughs> they were just, they were great. They were so forthcoming and it was just, you know, 
even the vets that were there, like Charlie Wilcox, uh, Glenn Hockman, they were my first two. That was like my first experience there, and they were just so helpful. Great golfers, both uh, both of them. And I remember uh, training uh, as I started coming in. They, you know, it wasn't just one day a week. They were like, if you want to come in, there wasn't wasn't that many vets at the time, so it's kind of like I had, you know, an open you know, I had a spot that I could come as often as I wanted. And it was just great. Mm -hmm. I, I found myself going there two, three times a week, you know, meeting people. And then I realized that some of these guys that were training me were actually on the PG They were on the, <laughs> the uh, PGA tour. Oh, wow. Which, I'm like, I'm getting tips and point. I'm getting training from a guy who's a pro. So yeah. it's, and they were just the night, uh, very again very forthcoming and and just the environment was very it was, it was cool and, and what pga hope tries it, it's it kind of helps vets you know readjust to civilian life a lot of times we're you know we're very like fraternal where we trust our you know all right i served this guy didn't serve but it kind of it gets you kind of plugged back in to social life and it's yeah. not you know after being, you know, a Marine for that long and you just, you could still be a Marine, but you just now to adjust and, and just trust, being able to trust people and, and just have fun and just have like a normal, it, it really, it really helped out in that sense because. Yeah. It, it, sounds like it, it sounds like it builds skill, but it also builds community. Yes. Uh, what, what are some of the events that uh, occur with the PGA Hope that, you know, veterans participate in, but maybe civilians who want to get involved. Oh, yes. they Well, they have pro-ams. There's dozens of outings that they have. They have, they host pro-ams. Uh, we have a Veterans Day outing, which uh, members of Fiddler's Elbow or other country clubs that want to, that want to give back and they want to join, they'll have they'll have foursomes where they'll pair us up with a, a group. We'll have a PGA professional one of the club members and a veteran, and then they'll come out, we'll, we'll come out, we'll have an outing. It's great because we, all the vets trash talk each other and then <laughs> civilians jump in. So it's like, it's, it's amazing. It feels right at home, you know, like those terms of endearment that we miss, you know, and it's, uh, so they occur throughout the year. Uh, the program itself is set to be an eight week program where you show up once a week um, it's getting, it's growing. It's a lot bigger. This, this last PGA, uh, Fiddler's Elbow, this, uh, last event they had the opener we had over, I think we had about 50 somewhat veterans, you know, so a lot of people have, you know, jobs and, and families too. So it's difficult to make time to meet every, but they, they make their rounds. They cover everyone that are, the uh, works fellowship who runs the program is very, you know, he's very thorough. He always reaches out. Hey, we haven't heard from you. That's another thing I like about the program is uh, other vets. You know, once you meet each other, we have a roster with numbers. Uh, I remember I missed two weeks in a row and a, a friend of mine, uh, Jose Renders Kiefer, he was the uh, works fellow last, uh, last year. He's like, Hey, I haven't seen you. What's up, buddy. What's going on? Like, we check on each other and that, yeah, that's out it's it's very cool it's, yeah you build bonds you build you learn a sport that you know then to get into the game of golf too it just focus it 
it forces you to stay focused, you know, for that moment that we're out there golfing. I'm not, I'm, it's, what is that word I'm looking for? It's, it's comforting to know that. You're in the flow zone because you're yeah. focusing on something you really enjoy. So we're talking to Christopher Sullivan, who is a uh, local PGA hope ambassador talking about golfing programs that are available to military veterans. And it's uh, an amazing, amazing cause. And we're going to tell you, the listener, how you can donate and you can do that through my son's bar mitzvah project GoFundMe page, which I'm very happy to report. Christopher has raised uh, $1,553 as of this recording, which is Sunday, October 17th. Now that may not sound like a lot of money, but my, of my money. son's goal, yes. my, my son's only 13. Well, 13 year old kids. That's great. I'm going to do most of the work. So his goal was yeah. 1200 and we've already exceeded that. So, and we're not done. You know, the bar mitzvah is not until the end of November. No, we so we still have several weeks to kick that number up and, you know, every, every dollar counts. And again, this isn't just frivolous golf. This isn't just a, a, a sport that you go out and play recreationally. You have to remember that this is a mechanism that creates community, creates purpose, and can, you know, very well save a, a veteran's life. life. Coach. Yeah. So we've talked a little about your, your service, which was great, and uh, uh, PJ Hope. Uh, our show is about dads. We call Bad to the Dads. You're bad to the dad. What are things you like to do with your family as a dad? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? What do you like to do as a, as a dad with your family? Uh, I, I do it all. Um you know, when we're uh, lately, my son just picked up a skateboard. I bought a skateboard too. So whatever he does, I do. And my wife supports every crazy idea that pops in my head. So <laughs> that's, you know, whatever they, I, I kind of feed off of my family's energy. So it's wherever they, you know, as long as we're together, dinner, whatever, we go to Wildwood, we, you know, our, our family vacations, whatever sport they want to do. My daughter's a painter. Uh, she paints great portraits maybe i'll share one day with you guys a portrait she painted of uh she painted of me or not of me but a photo of a sunset in iraq and it was just like ridiculous my oldest son who's high functioning autistic he's like a gamer programmer he wants to make movies and digital movies some of his stuff he's on uh he's on i'm not tech savvy but he's on every you know what is that? YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, all That's that. He can, help you find, he can help you find this podcast. Yeah, he, he's actually set me up today, this morning, Christopher. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what our kids do. They're our IT department. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Christopher, we, uh, in, in, you know, in taking our interviews home, you know, landing the plane, as it were, we ask all of our guests for something called dadvice. And this okay. is advice for dads. So you can take it any way you'd like. You can take it from the perspective of <clears throat> military veteran, or you could just take it from the perspective of an everyday dad who just loves his kids and, and yeah. loves being involved with his kids. What advice do you have for other dads who are listening to Bad to the Dad? I would say, you know, this is for all dads, everyone. Focus on your wellness. Because hmm. if you're not doing, you know, try different things. I've gone through, you know, acupuncture, which worked for me. I've done the cryo, the freezer where you jump into a, you know, you get frozen for about 20, for about two minutes. It's, I've done things and it, you know, it works. Try different things, focus on your wellness. And because if you're not 
you, it'll get you more engaged for that moment. Find a hobby, find something like golf, or if you're a veteran, look at look into PGA Hope. Uh, if you're just a normal dad, like get a, a hobby for, for that moment that you're, you know, you're focusing just on yourself, taking yourself out. Cause as a dad that, you know, the, your plate is stacked high and you're going to want to attack it full on. Give yourself a moment to regroup, come back. You know, I, I come back from a day of golf and most guys are like, Oh, I'm tired. I don't want to do anything. I'm like, what are we doing? Let's go out. Let's do something. I'm more engaged and I'm ready. You know, I'm ready to take on the problem. Like give it to me. I'm ready. I, get, I gave myself that moment. So focus on your wellness. Give yourself give yourself an outlet. Okay. I like it. Good, good advice. You know, me time, man time, dad time. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Our guest today has been Christopher Sullivan. He is a military veteran, a Marine veteran. So thank you so much for all that you've done for our country and freedom around the world and for the work you've been doing with PGA Hope, which again provides golf programs for military veterans. Christopher, we're going to keep you posted on our fundraising efforts, but we're so glad that you were able to make time. Tell us a little bit more about PGA Hope and maybe rally for the cause, maybe get a few uh, extra bucks for, for PGA Hope. So we're, we're thrilled that you're able to be a guest today on Bad to the Dad. Thanks, Chris. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We are Bad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. We are Bad to the Dead with Coach Randy and Adam D. Our sponsor is Berman Branding. Berman Branding is run by Becky Berman. She is an absolute pro. Go to her social media pages. Go to at Berman Branding. You'll see some of the marketing, web design, and graphic design advice that she puts out there. Uh, she is not just an artist, but she understands the business. She's doing some work with Coach Randy. She's been a partner with us from not even day one, yeah. from day zero. Yeah. I mean, we contacted her. She said, I want to be a part of your project. And she's taken this wild ride with us. And uh, we love working with Becky Berman and her team of outstanding marketing professionals. Berman Branding, BermanBranding.com. So do you notice the shirt I'm wearing today? The Fitness Rebellion. So we got to talk about them too. And our friend Matt Wilbur. So Matt Wilbur has started this amazing program. It is a fitness program designed specifically for dads. It's called the Fitness Rebellion. So if you want to learn about that, that program, you want to shed some extra pounds, look good for your wife, or just look good for yourself, right? We're talking about well-being with Christopher. Look good for yourself and feel good for yourself. You're going to want to contact Matt Wilbur at the Fitness Rebellion. So the website is thefitnessrebellion.com. And on social media, you can find him and the Fitness Rebellion at the Fit Rebellion. Again, that's at the Fit Rebellion on social media. You know, it was great to listen to Chris, and thanks, Chris, again for your service and time for our in the Marines. Uh, what I thought was great is like when he asked the question about the size of shirts. The truth is, all of my—I mean, I've really—I mean, you've seen. Yeah, uh, I've, I've cared very much about uh, the the COVID, the pandemic has made me rethink. My, my pants are too big. All of my t-shirts are too big. Yeah. And, um, and you know, you've, you've gone through a transformation. Your whole family coach has uh, it's really, you know, re really slimmed down. Everybody looks terrific. But it was just, I'm like, oh, yeah. And you start thinking, all my shirts are just, they're all too big now. I have to go out and shop everything over. And I think that's a good thing uh, when it comes to your health. 
uh, and what Chris talked about is mental health. Uh, mm-hmm. And as a vet and this fantastic program uh, with the PGA Hope, uh, Aiden's bringing it to, to the term. I love the fact you brought him on. Um, how to, Again, what, do you have the contact information for Aiden and for, uh, uh, yes, for Chris? Yes, absolutely. So um, you can actually do a couple different things. You can go to my social media page, which is Adam D. Chandler. That's on Facebook. And you can find the link to... Uh, Aiden, Aiden Chandler Bar Mitzvah Project, mm-hmm. PGA Hope. Aiden is my son, and again, he's raised over $1,500. I'm very proud of him for that, and I'd like to thank all of the family and friends and just the random people who've, who've made have we small donated? donations. Have we donated? We'll, we'll make a donation. I wanted to see. I always like to, uh, when I'm involved in a charity, I like to see how, how other people donate, and uh, then I try to fill in the gaps at yeah. some point. So we got some time because the Bar Mitzvah is not till the end of November. Gotcha. You can also go to GoFundMe. And find Aiden Chandler Bar Mitzvah Project, PGA Hope. Um, my uh, son has a, a picture of him in a golf cart, and mm-hmm. he provides a little message as to the why. You okay. know, Simon Sinek, always start yeah. with why. Why, why yeah. are we doing this? And there's also a video that we've extrapolated from the PGA Hope site Okay. Um, about what veterans are going through and how golf, mm-hmm. uh, believe it or not, has been a really restorative outlet for folks coming back from combat. So um, good to see that golf is not just for rich white dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, listen, I'm a tremendous slouch. <laughs> you're a tremendous uh, little, slouch. Yeah, a little caddy shack. Yeah, um, don't, don't kid yourself, Judge. You're a tremendous yeah. slouch. So the game has become far more accessible. There's other you know charities we've been involved with, like the First Tee, which provides yeah. golf experiences for young people, including young people in the inner city who may not have access to courses and clubs, which can be very expensive. So... Again, game's gotten more accessible, but we're glad it's accessible to military veterans, and it's being used as a tool and a recreational activity to uh, center center mm-hmm. them uh, mm-hmm. and and get them some some better mental health. Mm-hmm. So that was episode number five of season number six. Yeah. So all for dad. All four dead. We're just rolling along here. Rolling we're along. about halfway through now, aren't we? Yeah, I think we're going to do about 12 episodes, give yeah. or take. Yeah. Uh, and then there'll probably be like a holiday special. we got to get those dad geeks back. Oh, my gosh. John and I'm, Neil and Chris. They, they, i got to tell you, as you know, the, the, the our, our, our chat board is just lighting up. I mean, just lighting well, up. You know, Chris Diaz is Mr. DC. He <laughs> loves the DC comic universe. And... Apparently, there's three movies coming out yep. within the year mm-hmm. in the DC universe. You have mm-hmm. The Batman. The Batman. With Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm still I'm uh, on the fence on, but yeah. the movie looks just out of control. Yeah. And then you have The Flash. Mm-hmm. Not the one from that, yeah. the WB yeah, or whatever yeah. they call the CW, yeah. but they're doing a new one based yeah. on the character in the Justice League film. Correct. And then you have uh, a movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson mm-hmm. called Black Adam, okay. who is the nemesis of Shazam. Oh, okay. and that's coming out next next year, right. and they had a sneak preview of that, and that looks. And then of course wild. you have Marvel coming out and kicking the the most recent one in the movie theaters. I heard is just awesome. Um, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Yeah, that was good. Um, I finally just watched Black Widow. Also good. Uh, and then we have um, Eternals coming out. Yep. And then Hawkeye at the end of November on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. So. And then we also have Ching 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 Marvel. And, pr- and then of course money. in the Star Wars. Orbit, we have... Oh, the uh, Boba, Boba Fett, Fett show coming out at the end of November, too. Well, this is so good, because when it's cold outside, you got nothing to do. Just sit around on your I hump mean, it's and just, just watch some Disney+. Plus. Oh, my God. I mean, it's just like a money machine. So. Yeah, so we had to get them on, and yeah. then uh, we've got a lineup of some really amazing guests. We've got, we're going to have a guy on, uh, maybe as early as next week, who is um, in the running for the best dad bod competition. It's really? It's a national competition. 
Uh, his name is Anthony. He's going to tell us all about that. Tim Hagen, who was supposed to be on last week, but ran into some conflicts, talking about coaching conversations. Sounds good, yeah. How to have those conversations yep. in the house yep. you know, with your family. We're going to be talking to him. Um, we're going to have dads who have adopted kids, including oh. kids of a different race. Yes. And what they go through mm-hmm. in you know, just trying to have a normal family life mm-hmm. and how you know, race plays into that. So, um, you know, Randy and I are doing our darndest to find you guests that are interesting, that are topical, but are also just fun to and, talk And to. we are, we are, we're getting close to 1,500 downloads a week, Woo! man. We just keep getting up there. Ooh, we're like a real thing. We're getting up we're, there, man. Just, just when we thought we Ma- might quit. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> we're just starting to, to feel our oats. So we thank you, the listener, for being part of this journey. It's been a lot of fun to uh, produce and, and put this podcast out there and, and we're not finished. Heck, you know, we're, uh, we haven't even gotten to a hundred episodes yet. So that's a goal for us. And you know, for whatever it's worth at MD, I messed up last week. I didn't, I, happens. I whatever happened, happened first time in, you know, yeah, uh, in six seasons, episodes, right? Yeah. Whatever it is, you know, there's a saying I talk in sports. So when you mess up, you know, you flush it down, Yep. you know, so I flushed it down and you gave me permission to do it by myself. I got to tell you, I was petrified. As I was recording this on my own, petrified that I was going to somehow mess it up, because there's no doubt you are the true talent. No, I love. No, we can't, do, we can't do this alone. We no, can't. we can't. And that's the only thing we got this little banter. But I was. This comes to you so naturally, uh, and I feed off of you, and we have our conversations. Uh, I hope I didn't let you down. I hope it let the listeners down. Well, I didn't. I didn't get any nasty messages from Luxembourg or Belgium <laughs> or France, so we know yes. that we still are in the good graces of our listenership overseas good. and here on American soil. So we'll just keep it humming, and like you say, put it behind you. The episode overall, I thought was was, was really a good. Episode, good. And yeah. we've got another episode here, and we're just gonna keep things humming. We are bad to the dad. Dads have a great week, and stay bad to the dad. Mm-hmm.